Pastor John, you have a chapter and a book coming out. The The full book title is From Heaven He Came and Sought Her, Definite Atonement in Historical, Biblical, Theological, and Pastoral Perspective. That's a mouthful. Pastor John, can you explain for us what is definite atonement and, and what does the doctrine of definite atonement offer the Christian? Why does it matter? The meaning of the definite atonement is that the fullest purpose of Christ's death was for a definite group of people. He lays down his life for his sheep. He gave himself for his bride. Ephesians 5.25, John 10.15. And the reason I say the fullest purpose of Christ's death was for a definite group is because I believe uh, there are other purposes besides this fullest purpose. Uh, God does more than those for his definite people, but he does those for everybody. And this is why I make the case that God's purpose in the death of Christ relates to all people in some ways. Namely, he, he died for all in the sense that he made salvation available to all, it is sufficient for all, and it is offered freely and genuinely to all so that anyone who believes may receive the benefits of the death of Christ. And that's usually what the people mean who stumble over definite atonement. And I want to say to them, I believe that with you. I go as far as you go and say that in the death of Christ, a a, a reservoir of salvation was made and that it is sufficient so that no one will be excluded if they want to come and the offer is given and we're sent with the message indiscriminate to the whole world to say, come to Christ, dive into this reservoir of infinitely sufficient atoning grace and be saved. No one is excluded. Now, having said that, there are other passages of Scripture that say God knows those who are his, and he appoints that Christ, by his death, effectively save those who are his. So, for example, uh, in John 17, I have manifested your name to the people whom you gave me out of the world. Yours they were, and you gave them to me. So he has an elect people. God has an elect people. He chooses them for himself. He gives them to the Son. These are his sheep. And he says the good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. And Paul says, the life that I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I don't think and I'd have to give an extensive argument for this, which I'd be happy to do. I don't think Paul meant when he said, he loved me, he gave himself for me. I don't think he means Christ died only for an indefinite mass of humanity, and, and whoever's a part of that mass is 
his, and they make themselves part of that mass by their faith. So his love in dying for that mass is a particular love for no one. It's just a love for an indefinite mass. You decide whether you're part of the mass or not, and then you infer that since he loved the mass, he must love you because you're in the mass. That's just not the way Paul is is thinking there. When Christ died, he had me in view, Paul is saying. He died for me. I'm not a nameless mass of humanity. He died for me. He loved me. And and one of the reasons I'm excited about this new book that's coming out on the definite atonement, and I have a chapter in there, along with, I don't know, 20-plus other authors. One of the reasons I'm excited, Tony, about it is that I am so jealous that God's people know themselves sweetly, personally, definitely, particularly loved. Like a husband loves a wife, even though he has another kind of love for all women. Definite atonement is God's way of getting personal with us at the point of his greatest sacrifice. So he says in Romans eight thirty two. Listen to the sequence. The sequence is all important. He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us, us all, how will he not with him freely give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? The sequence there is clear. The us all in verse 32 and the us in verse 32b is who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It just won't work to say that us all is all people. It is clearly all elect. The point, and the point is for us to feel. Christ wants his people to feel the massive security of verse 37. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. And that love was expressed in not sparing his son for us. So if you're a believer in Christ, you're loved with a particular love, a definite personal love. He did for you by name this great thing, namely sacrificing himself. So I, I think we, I, I, I would exhort everybody who's listening, as I do myself, pray that God would give you the fullest enjoyment of that truth of being loved, particularly in the death of Christ. Yes. Thank you, Pastor John. That book, again, is titled From Heaven He Came and Sought Her Definite Atonement in Historical, Biblical, Theological, and Pastoral Perspective is scheduled to be released from Crossway at the end of November, and you'll want to watch for it. As always, email your theological questions to us at AskPastorJohn at DesiringGod.org. I'm your host, Tony Ranke. Thanks for listening.